No, I was just going to say it in tandem with you. Okay. Welcome, Welcome to, to the episode. 12th. <laughs> oh, do you say the twelfth episode? Yeah. I thought you. Should. Oh, jeez. All right. All right. Welcome, Welcome to, to episode 12. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you switch to be me or did I just say the same thing? I don't know. Okay. Let's try it again. Are right, you going to say episode 12 or the 12th episode? Right. Which one? That one. Okay. Welcome, Welcome to, to the 12th, 12th episode, episode of All the Books, the, the official podcast of the, of the David A. Howe Public, Public Library. Library. Yes. Uh, unrehearsed. Wow. You may notice today, audience, that we don't have Coca-Cola's. Coca-Cola is expensive and they're not footing the bill anymore or ever. Yeah. They've never have. So, uh, we've got Surefine Cola. Mm-hmm. Surefine Cola. At that price, you can get two. Yeah, sure. Fine. <laughs> uh, as you well know, Eric, uh-huh. I am an election inspector. So, they send me somewhere yeah. to, to proctor, I don't know, the election. So, you get there at about 5.30 in the morning right. to set everything up. Pulls open at 6. Ugh. Pulls close at 9. So, it's so a gross. very, very long day. And over the last several years I've been doing this, I've learned a few things. And that <laughs> is, first and foremost, have a giant stack of comic books. Yeah. So, I actually had a pretty big stack yesterday. Did you have a year where you finish. forgot to bring? Wasn't it like a year or two No, it's ago? not that I forgot to... I, I, like, I didn't request things early enough. Okay. You know, like through, for the other libraries or interlibrary loan, I didn't mm-hmm. get things in time, so I had to kind of cobble things together. Yeah. It was a rough day. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I, I used to read a lot of plays, yeah. you know, trying to pick my next play and do different things. But yesterday, I mostly read Rolling Stone magazine. Okay. Uh, Closer magazine. Have you ever read? <laughs> of course, you haven't read Closer magazine. It's really aimed for, I think, like people who are uh, over 50. Oh no, I haven't read it then. Yeah, sounds great. It's, I know, it, but it's a I lot look of forward like, to reading it. <laughs> stars of yesteryear uh-huh. and like, where's the cast of Gilligan's Island now? <laughs> Spoiler alert: dead. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, so I read some Closer magazine. I read some uh, Rolling Stone, yeah. and then I, I slammed through a pile of graphic novels. Yeah, so all right, hit us. I read Batman Eternal Volume Two. Yeah. So you've read Batman Eternal 1, right? I started Batman yeah. Eternal 1 long. and stopped. Here's the thing, though. Batman Eternal 1, this was long. Not quite as long as Eternal 2. Uh-huh. But I read it all in one sitting because I was just sitting there. Uh-huh. And so it actually was a lot. I enjoyed it a lot more than I liked Volume 1 because I was just the story was kind of relentless. Right. And it was this good. one had Hush in it. Hush was in it, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any... There was some cool... Mo- I like the Batman family. I know you're not a big fan of the Batman family. I like the Batman family. Okay. All right, well, we had Tim Drake, we had Jason yeah. Todd, we had Barbara Gordon, Batgirl. Yeah. Um, so it was cool. It was a cool one. I enjoyed that. That got me through. Next, I read Flash uh, Season Zero. It's based like on the, the... Is it a prequel? It's, it's kind of... It's just sort of set in that universe okay. during Season 1. It's okay. not... It's just... This is what happens in between episodes, basically. Okay. Um, it was good. The art doesn't really look like the TV show. And yeah. It didn't feel like the TV show that much. Mm-hmm. But it was good. I yeah. liked it. Cool. You know, the, some of the Arrow cast shows up, and that was fun. Did you return it? And my wife's reading it now. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, but oh, we do right. have it. We have it in the system yeah. right here in the library in our graphic novel yeah, collection, so stop in. Next, Hawkeye Volume 2, Little Hits. Yeah. You read that one? Yeah. Okay. I didn't like it as much as I liked the first one. Hmm. It bounced around a lot. Uh, it was a big Christmas section, so I'm going to count it as one of my Christmas reads. <laughs> so Okay. Uh, but that was good. I gave that three stars out of five. I still liked it. Next, I read Krypton Returns, which is a New 52 uh, Superman arc. And it's Part of the Superman title, right? Yeah, so it's like it, well, it, four. No, it's a separate thing. It's, oh, okay. It's, um, it's crossovers with Superboy, Supergirl, and Superman. I mm-hmm. love the Supergirl series, as you know. Yeah. It's very sad when that ended. Yeah. But um, it's crossover. It was a lot of time travel, like mm-hmm. alternate universes. And it just was big and sloppy and wordy. And not good. I was very disappointed with it. Mm. But I haven't really enjoyed any of the Superman of New 52. Yeah. So. It's been rough. So I, I don't really like I still, Superboy either. I still like the first volume of um, Action Comics from the New 52, written by Grant Morrison. Oh. I like the first volume. Yeah. I feel like it's not so bad. After that, it just kind of was like, it lost any momentum. It got it had. so crazy, yeah. as Grant Morrison's want to do. But yeah. it just well, the first volume kind of had like an Ultimate Spider-Man feel. It did, yeah. But then that's a good. You're right. The rest of it was just nonsense. Yeah. yeah. See, I so. think, and I think Supergirl has succeeded. The Supergirl title. There's six graphics of yeah. that, so six trades. I think that succeeded because 
it didn't do a whole lot of crossovers. You know, it really just like followed that character. And they actually did something like new and different with it versus mm -hmm. like a lot of the new 52 is just like, we're totally different, but yeah. we're exactly the same. Yeah. So that was a good title. Oh, yeah. What do we have? The first two volumes? Oh, Supergirl? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Crypto Returns was kind of a dud. Didn't okay. really like that. So those were my graphic novels that I finished. Mm -hmm. um, I also finished, in between recordings, Murder House by James Patterson and David yeah. Ellis. That was good. Yay. It's not like, you know, like you'd come to expect with these. It's not like, oh, that was masterfully written. But the mystery of, like, who the killer was, I, I mean, it was like every chapter I would think, like, oh, they got me because it's totally this guy mm -hmm. or it's totally this girl. And it was, I, I did that probably five times where wow. I thought, oh, I got this. So and who else wrote that one? David Ellis. So you might be a David Ellis fan. Maybe I am, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that was, so that was good. It was a good page turner. It was a quick read, and it really, it kept me guessing, like, right up until the reveal. And it was a good reveal, so. Nice. Um, yeah, so that was good. What I'm currently reading. Is Rogue Squadron's Lawyer? No, just yeah. Rogue Lawyer. Rogue Lawyer. Rogue right. Lawyer, yeah. Okay. That's the latest Grish, came yeah. out just recently. That's John Grisham, John for Grisham. everyone who's not really close. Yeah, yeah, Grish and I, we go way back. <laughs> yeah. Back to about 2001. Yeah. Um. Uh, not good. Oh. I'm sad to say. So would you say this is a litigator's style of bad? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, the reviews have all been bad for oh. this. Everybody was like, oh, this is a weak yeah. entry. And I kind of took that with a grain of salt. And I thought, well, I'll still enjoy it. But no, I'm not really even enjoying it. That's too bad. I think the main problem for me is format. Because it's it feels more like short stories. Mm. You know, It's like he has a different case with like an unlikable client each right. time. And you know what he should have said? He what? should have said Rogue Lawyer, a novel. Yeah. And then it wouldn't have felt like oh, Or he should stories. have said Rogue Lawyer, uh, stories. You know, then I would have known oh, yeah, that too. what yeah. it was. Yeah. But stories. So there are some things like the character goes throughout, and there's some things with his personal life that are... But, you know, you get invested into uh, a set of characters or a certain case, and like... Mm -hmm. After 40 pages, you're done. And it's like, here's a whole new cast of characters. And it's just not working for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I just don't like it. I just yeah. don't think it's very good. But so. you're sticking with it? Oh, yeah. Because you're a brave it. little toaster. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I like his writing, so I don't hate it. It's just the format doesn't work for me. I've also been reading Landline by Rainbow Rowell yeah. for the book club. Yeah. Uh, like Attachments, it is uh, pop culture reference heavy. Yeah. I think they... How did you feel about that in Attachments? I think I've said this before. The problem with attachments was that it was very geek yeah. pop culture, but it was like it was very superfluous in the way they put it. So yeah. she, some, you know, it almost is the Big Bang Theory kind of yeah. geek referencing. You just say something, and then like maybe she had like a list of geek things to reference, yeah. and she just put it in. So That's she's true. like, oh, this time they'll do a D and D reference. This time he'll talk about an old video game. Yeah, but like. She didn't really, it didn't give the feeling that she knew what she was mentioning right. or that there was anything more than just yeah. a blanket reference. Well, I, I feel that way this time, too. It's, it's even more, I think. It's mm -hmm. more references. And it starts, you're like, oh, hey. I mean, she said Scott Bakula, so obviously yeah. I love that. But yeah. um, she talked about Quantum Leap. She talked about Back to the Future, mm -hmm. Family Ties. It's just, but it's like constant, and it mm -hmm. becomes a distraction. Because yeah. it's like, oh, hey, let's talk about Hogan's Heroes for Three lines. Right. You know, well, isn't that you know, kind of happening. like a time travel y it is. element? So is yeah. she trying to like get the 80s vibe or something? Yeah, but I mean, the, the, she's traveling like to the 90s, and most oh. of her references have been like yeah. 80s. But uh, I don't know. I like it. I think it's good. I mm -hmm. think that like structurally it's a little odd because you have her and her husband, you know, she's, she's working. You have their kind of, uh, what do you say? I don't know. Dynamic. Yeah, yeah. They're messed up. <laughs> Dynamic! And then is the time travel thing where she's talking to him in the past on the phone. Yeah. But then you also get flashbacks into their early relationship. Mm. It's just too much. Like, yeah. the three of those it's like lost. don't really... I feel like you could have cut out the phone part uh -huh. and just done the flashbacks and the mm. current thing, and you would be telling the same story. Right. So I just... Mm. I wish that she would have... And it takes a while for the phone stuff to come in, and that's kind of the, the main thing. Yeah. So... I like it, okay, but I don't love it, and I wish that it was better. Okay. The last thing that I'm reading is another graphic. Yeah. It's Smallville Season 11. Yeah, you love your Smallville comics. I do. So it's, this is a, the Smallville TV show that ran on the WBCW 10 years. Yeah. Ran on 10 years. Yeah, it did. And now there's an 11th season in graphic novel form. So it was 10 is, years old when it started. That's not true. That's not true at all. So this is, uh, this is volume 7 wow. of that. Yeah. And in this one... 
Clark becomes the Green Lantern of Krypton. Wow. So that's getting pretty deep into yeah. the old mythos. Yeah. So Whew. you wouldn't expect to see Tomari in uh, Smallville. Oh, no, but, but now but in the comic, you can do yeah, anything. he's there. He's there. So, so those three are occupying my time yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah. What about your family? Any Are they occupying your time at all? Sure. Oh, yeah. okay. Yep. Yeah, when I, when I chapter breaks, you know, I look up and make eye contact. Yeah. Wave to your yep. son. Yep. <laughs> That's right. How about you? Where are all you right. At? I read... Uh, remember I said I was going to start reading Star Wars, uh, the Jedi Academy series? I was going to finish yeah. it. I was going to read book two. I was going to, and that's what I'm reading right now, and okay. I'm liking it. But what actually happened was I ordered the copy of Star Wars Lost Stars by um, Claudia Gray, and she's a young adult author, and mm-hmm. this is a young adult Star Wars book. Oh, okay. So, oh, the one we just got. Right. I ordered it for the library. It just came in over the weekend. And I was like, mm-hmm. this isn't going to get in the system right. by then. I might as well just read it over the weekend. And yeah. I did. I read it all. I finished it this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. It was... I gave it... How many stars did I give it? I think I gave it four stars. It's, That's pretty good. It's really good, but I don't like the ending. The ending didn't, wasn't satisfying. Mm. Um, and I think I maybe they're trying to... I don't know what they're going to do with it because it's supposed to lead up to episode yeah. seven. But another problem I had with it is that at first, it's about these two kids that join the Empire Academy, because they're joining the Empire, because this okay. takes place, uh, it starts at the end of episode three, okay. they're joining the Empire and the Academy, and then they're on different fleets and everything, and so they're in different locations during episode four, uh, New Hope, so the Battle of Yevon, when they attack the, star, the Death Star. So she's on like a destroyer, and he... He's somewhere else. He's, he's in a ship somewhere, or he's on a planet. And so they're like, oh, no. And they, he joins the rebellion at a certain point. So mm-hmm. he's on the Battle of Hoth, and she's in one of the destroyers above it. Okay. And then it's Return of the Jedi, and you know they're fighting uh, during the second Death Star battle. Okay. And then it takes place after that. So there's this... So it goes through like the whole thing. It goes through the... Yeah, it's kind of like a, a greatest hits kind of thing. <laughs> like, who picked up... Like, who gave Darth Vader a ride after his ship got shot right. at the end of... And he's spinning around. Yeah, and he's spinning around. Yeah. She did. She picked him up. Oh, she picked him up. That's um, nice. So, they're in love. They, they've been best friends forever. They grow up. They're in love. He joins the Rebellion. She's Oof. loyal to the Empire. What do? Uh, even though she knows the Empire isn't good. She, she comes from this Juliet planet situation. where honor is, like, super important. You have to honor any oath you give. So, she has to stay with the Empire, even though it's bad and... Yep, so I won't spoil how it ends. Okay. But I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't satisfied with the end. I wanted more. What is that one called? That's called Lost Stars. Lost Stars. Yeah. I don't it's not technically the first YA Star Wars book ever. Because, no, no. But I mean it's the new it's the first YA of this new Star Wars line. So are you gonna is it like continuing or is it just I don't know if it's and... continuing. But it is good. Okay, she wrote a thousand pieces of you. Oh. It's a popular YA it's book a lot right of now. So, I would suggest re- it for anyone, mm-hmm. YA or not. And then I read some comics. So, okay. I'm reading Jedi Academy number two. Yes. And then I'm going to read number three. Is that, see, I, I always had trouble, like, having them back-to-back like that. Oh, yeah, no. Two Star Wars books in a row. No, no I'm fine. Especially since you're reading the second volume Well, because Lost Academy. Stars is this new, like, you know, after they blew up the expanded universe. Yeah. So, I read this graphic novel. Have you ever read Spect- uh, oh, what's it called? Splinter of the Mind's Eye. Splinter no, of the Mind's Eye. Have we talked about that be before? Crazy. No, that's the that came out before Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and it was crazy because it like, was. I mean, they thought Star Wars was just a one and done thing, yeah. and so Alan Dean Foster wrote Splinter of the Mind's Eye yeah. to kind of continue the story. Like Luke and Leia are like the romantic interest. They in that. are. Yeah, yeah, awkward. It's not. I mean, it's not like they're making out or anything, but there's definitely like yeah. some heat. Yeah, and the whole thing with Darth Vader and like just just they don't get the world right. It's yeah. really we have it here in the collection. And it's, do we? Yeah, we do. And it's a, it's just, it's an interesting book to read if you're a Star Wars fan because yeah. it just kind of shows like how crazy. Well, it's just, it's kind of a what if thing, yeah. you know. Like if we only had the Star Wars movie, then like, yeah, that would have been. I mean, that's the first sequel to Star Wars. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you know, Splinter of the Mind's Eye by Alan Dean Foster. Check it out. All right, I will have to check that one out. I read Iron Fist: The Living Weapon, Volume One. I have never Ridge. read. Iron Fist. I kind of like Iron Fist. He's a Marvel character. He's a street level character. He has an Iron Fist. Oh, it's that a magic makes sense. fist that he can punch people with. There's a run by Ed Brubaker that's good for the first two volumes, and then it's bad. He writes a lot of Captain America. Yeah. It? But then this new Iron Fist by 
Car Andrews uh-huh. is not good. <laughs> okay. I read it. It's just messy artist. Uh, have you ever read any early Frank Miller comics? I, like Ronan? You probably haven't. No. I mean, I've read his, some of his Daredevil, and I've read... Uh, well, back year, when he was starting, it was very sketchy and not, like, great, but he had, like, uh, I don't know what you call it, momentum with his art. Mm-hmm. This one was trying to, like, copy that, but it was bad. Mm-hmm. Just super bad. But I read She-Hulk, Volume 1, Law oh, and Disorder by Charles Saul. I love She-Hulk. I do love She-Hulk. She's great. She's a lawyer. She's a Hulk. Yeah, she's both of those. <laughs> she is both of those uh, things. And it was good. She's starting up her own practice. Uh-huh. And uh, defending people, she had to d- help uh, Doctor Doom's son try to um, get diplomatic immunity and leave <laughs> leave Latveria. Okay, uh, but then she has to deal with Doom. There's a great line where there's a giant Doctor Doom robot, like a story. A Doombot. Tall. Yeah, a giant Doombot. And <laughs> at the end, she Hulk. <laughs> they were talking, having this discussion, and Doom realized he has to let his son be free. Sure. If he's ever going to be the great ruler, he has to be. Yeah. And but he's talking through this giant robot, which is just really <laughs> funny. And then she Hulk in the car, she's just like, I'm thinking about smashing that giant robot. And the Doombot just goes, Do not smash this giant robot. <laughs> it's just funny. But so that's it's really good. And the art is by the person who does the Daredevil comic. Okay. So it's also really good. But then the last two issues change the artist, and that. it's like this bad '90s scribble graffiti that. artist. And I'm like, this is bad. The same thing happened in... Uh, I didn't give it four stars because of that. I yeah. only gave it three. Krypton Returns did the same thing. Yeah. It was like cool art, and then it was like, what is... No, no, sorry. Batman Eternal. Okay. It was Batman Eternal did the same thing. It was like some some was like weird card. Somebody's yeah. kid is like drawing Red <laughs> Robin. It looked terrible. Uh, I read Grayson. Oh. That's Dick Grayson as yeah. a agent of Spiral. Secret agent, yeah. It's okay. I don't really get Spiral. I don't know who they report to. Yeah, I, a lot of the time in comic books, they're always like, "This is a secret spy yeah, like organization," but like, but why? Yeah. So, um, you know who's in it though? Tell Huntress. Me. Oh, Helena. Bonham Carter. No, just kidding. I know. Uh, Bertinelli. Yeah, but she's not Huntress. She's just a secret agent. No, oh. she's not great anymore. She was cool I've, when she was Huntress. I don't know. I've never liked Huntress. That's a wrong opinion to have. You like Huntress? Yeah, she's cool. Oh, okay. Bow and it, well, crossbow. Yeah. I never. Bow really... staff. Purple? I don't know, like in Birds of Prey and stuff. I, I never particularly liked her. Birds of Prey, for those of you who aren't nerds, is a comic book series that has Barbara Gordon, former Batgirl, as Oracle, yeah. and Black Canary and the Huntress are like her agents. They yeah. go out. And do it's things. cool. I don't so. think it's nerdy, but I mean, Huntress and Black Canary are an arrow. Yeah. So. Yeah, sort of. Book news. Book news. What you do can you use. got? I've got bad news for you, man. What? We haven't got yeah. our advance notice for November yet. It's oh too gosh. early in the month. I know. Okay. They usually come the end of the first week, so. All right. I don't have it yet. I'm gonna so have to... I guess I could just make some stuff up. Yeah. What, what is coming out in January? Uh, James Patterson and a co-writer. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be writing. It's kind of a cop drama. Okay. Uh, there, there is a love interest involved. All right. All right. Um, but you know, the woman's kind of a, she's a, she's like a tough career cop. So right. she really is not looking for like a cute relationship. Right, she's yeah. not a long walks on the yeah. beach kind of girl. She's, right. you know, and he, I mean, he's brazen. He's a little bit brazen right, as sure. a cop, yeah. you know? So, and then obviously there's a murder and they have to yeah. work together. So that's coming out from James Patterson. Um, next year sometime. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sooner than that yeah. even probably. What's that one called? That is called uh, uh, Re- Return of the, the King. <laughs> no. It's okay. Not, it's not, I mean, King is a, he's a, 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 like a crime boss. Right. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's a play on things. Yeah, it is a play on things. Yeah, he's a big, he's a big Tolkien fan. So. James Patterson. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Well, here's some book news. Okay. All right. All these books are coming out. All the books? At All the Books Show? Uh, these are the book releases for November 10th, 2015. Year of Yes. I'm How to Dance It Out, yeah. Stand in the Sun, and Be Your Own Person by Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> That's real. Okay, I yeah. thought you were joking. No, she's the mega talented creator of Grey's Anatomy yeah. and Scandal. Yeah. Uh, Bohemian Gospel by Dana Chambly Carpenter. It's fiction. Okay. Nope, it's a biography. Oh. Nope, it's fiction. It's historical fiction. That's okay. where it got me. This is set against the historical reign of the Golden and Iron King. Mm. Whoever those two are. 13th yep. century Bohemia. And the Bronze Tiger? No, that's a DC 
character. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Hey, here's another one set in that time. Only okay. This one's real. Mm. Uh, Young Elizabeth, The Making of the Queen by Kate Williams. We are not amused. <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't know what that's from. Everyone's always saying we're not amused. Yeah. Did Elizabeth say that? I, you know, I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Someone said it at some point. Yeah. All right. Well, we can hardly imagine a Britain I think without it was Elizabeth Kate II. Just kidding. Yeah. She said that. She yeah. said we're not amused. Yeah, she's, she says that a lot. She does. Yeah. And then she plays Bob yeah. Dylan in a movie. Kate Blanchett? Yeah. No, she does not. Yeah, she does. No, you're thinking Rosamund Pike. No. Kate Blanchett? Yeah. You're thinking Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Kate Blanchett plays Bob Dylan in that movie with all the oh, different Bob Dylan. You said Bob Dylan? Yeah. I thought you said a Bond villain. Oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said Bob Dylan, the singer. Yeah, you're right. Kate Blanchett did play Bob oh, Dylan. Oh, we just, speaking of Bob Dylan, I mean, this is, this is book news. We just got this great, big, heavy book of all of Bob Dylan's songs. Yeah, it's, it like goes through the story of every song. Bob, yeah. This book is huge. Yeah, it is. Uh, this, is this the second one in that kind of series? Have they done other ones? I don't know. You I, have the Beatles I one. do have one for the Beatles, but that's been out for a long time. Right. The Beatles one was good, right? It was, yeah. Okay. It was cool. So, yeah, that's going to be exciting. I've already got dibs on it. Yeah, you do. So We also just put in the system a big, uh, it's an oversized book of the art of James Bond, and it's a oh, yeah. really cool book. Uh, Bond story- by design. Yeah, storyboards, and just, it's a really, it's a fascinating book yeah. to look at, so check it out. All right. Hey, let's finish up the nonfiction I have. Let's do it. Uh, Wheat Belly, 10-Day Grain Detox. Reprogram your body for rapid weight loss and amazing health. Wheat Belly. Yeah. So I guess this is now the expansion book. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, I created an essay and accessible 10-day detox program. So do you want to detox your wheat? Yeah. 10 days, man. I've been waiting. Let's reprogram your body. Oh, uh, can I do it in seven? No. Darn it. Oh, sorry, man. Magicians of the Gods. The Forgotten Wisdom of Earth's Lost Civilizations. It's by Graham Hancock. Do you know of this? No. Okay. <laughs> well, neither do I. You are so distracted. Now tell me what it is again. I mean, does it, does it say like it's part of a series? Magicians of the Gods, The Forgotten Wisdom of Earth's Lost Civilization. Hmm. Graham, uh, Graham Hancock's multi-million bestseller, Fingerprints of the Gods, remains an astonishingly deeply controversial, widely-ranging investigation of the mysteries of our past and the evidence of Earth's lost civilization. Huh. 20 years on, Hancock returns with the sequel to his seminal work filled with completely new wow. scientific and archaeological evidence, which has only recently come to light. Okay. That sounds interesting. Sure. Um, Unstoppable, Harnessing Science to Change the World by Bill Nye, mm. the science guy. Bill, Bill, so, Bill, Bill. Yeah. So when he's not teaching our children and trolling Christians, he's also writing books on <laughs> science, which is good. He seems, he's a lot surlier than I would have guessed yeah. Bill Nye the Science yeah. Guy was. Do you want to hear an interesting Bill Nye the Science Guy factoid? Sure. Bill Nye the Science Guy did live action science demonstrations on the Back to the Future animated series... Oh, I think and you had told me that. that is what led to Bill Nye the Science Guy. That's when great. When that show ended, they were like, let's keep doing the Bill Nye stuff. Yeah. Why so, not? You're welcome, Bill I Nye. watched the one he did. I just recently we gotta get, watched it. The animated it. series just came out on DVD, by the way. Put that on the list, brother, because we got to get it. The Back to the Future animated, animated series? Animated series. It's on DVD now. Oh, my gosh. The whole thing. Okay. Yeah. Do that, and then the James Bond Jr. Oh, my gosh. Marathon. Bring it back. Yeah. You never have to grow up. Oh, why wasn't there a crossover? That would have been yeah, so great. Yeah, you're asking the right questions that at the wrong been time. That would so great. Uh, Petty, the biography. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> Warren Zanes. Uh-huh. So there you go. A, another Tom Petty biography. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure, I thought this had come out like two years ago. Hmm. But Maybe it it's updated. Let you know what he's been doing in the last two years. Yeah. Uh, he got a burger recently. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he liked it. Yeah. Remodeled their bathroom. Yeah. So. Oh, he sued Sam Smith. Okay. So. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. that. I'm worried that Sam Smith's James Bond song is just going to be a Tom Petty cover, it too. It might be. <laughs> like he's free bonding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have a graphic novel. You better get this for the library, man. Uh, please don't threaten me. Okay. The Sandman Overture. Mr. Sandman. Yeah. Is yeah. that the one? No. Okay. So this, for anyone who read the Sandman comic books from the 90s that uh, Neil Gaiman got his... Our old friend Neil Gaiman. Um made his name with yeah uh this is the first one he's done in years wow it's supposed to be an origin story of morpheus aka the sandman aka the lord of dreams aka lawrence fishburne 
No, oh. I don't. How did you make that jump? Isn't that his name in The Matrix? Oh yeah, he's Morpheus. Yeah, in The Matrix. You're, You're right. welcome. <laughs> That's stupid. Is it? No. Is it? No. Okay, I didn't think so. All right, what do we got? I don't know. You keep asking me, but you got all the info over there. All right, we're on to the rest of the fiction I've got. Okay. Winter, the Lunar Chronicles. Ooh. This is book four of the Lunar Chronicles. Lunar. Started with Cinder, Scarlet, other one that I'm forgetting now. Sure. And then Winter. You're doing Cinder for a book club now, right? Cress. Yeah, I'm doing Cinder for my book club for November. Cool. All right, the last three fiction books, adult books, Preston and Child, they have a new book. Mm. It's called Crimson Shore. I have not read any of those. It's Agent uh, Pendergast. Yeah. So I wonder how many of the, do you know how many are in this series? I don't, no. And it won't tell me. We talked about it once before, but I don't remember. Okay, well, new book is coming, so Crimson Shore. I bet it's Crimson with blood. Probably. The Shore. Yeah. That would have to be a lot of dead. That's like biblical plague. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what else you got? Uh, the, le- the Promise, an Elvis Cole and Joe Pike novel by uh, Robert Crace. Yeah, we talked about that one too. Man, it's happening. <laughs> well, it's coming out November yeah. 10th, so get ready. And then I got the, ma- the Magic Strings of Frankie Presto, a novel by Decalage. Nope, I don't know why I said Decalage. Uh, by Mitch Albom. Oh yeah, Mitch Albom. We wrote Tuesdays with Maury. Well, who the heck is Decalage? Decalage is a Decalage is like a rough edge of a book. Huh. But I think it's a publisher probably. Okay. Well, they confused me. Yeah. So it's also by them then. They, it's a yeah, publisher. True. Yeah, they're putting it out. Why not? Decalage. You didn't say anything that I'm excited about though. You got anything good that I might like? Something for Nick? Something for old Nick? The Sandman comic book? No. Uh, Winter. You keep, you're just repeating the things you said that I didn't like. You got nothing? Nothing. Nothing from like James Patterson. Jack Finney? No. They unearthed the lost Jack Finney? I, I mean, hey, guess what? what? I said we would come back to this, and we are. The finalist for the National Book Awards uh-huh. are, have been released. Okay. So the five left in the running are Refund Stories by Karen E. Bender, The Turner House by Angela Flournoy. Lansbury. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, Different. Fates and Furies by Lauren Groff. Okay. Fortune Smiles Stories by Adam Johnson. And A Little Life by Anya Ananegaha. <laughs> Good job. I like that last syllable. Uh, so anyway. That was great. So those are the finalists. Yeah. So November 18th is when the winners are announced. So hey. we'll have to remember to announce the winners. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You know what else is going on right now is the Goodreads Choice Awards. That's true. So get so, out there and yeah, vote. If you're a Goodreads fan, vote. I can't because I haven't read any of the books that are up. Mm. So. Yeah, actually, I haven't read very many either. I've read a couple. I did cast my vote for Stephen King's Finders Keepers because okay. I really love that book. I wanted to bring this up. It's not technically book news, but I mentioned this a while ago. We were talking about the Alexander Hamilton musical. Yeah. And I had uh, said, I wonder if that was ever going to happen. It is. It's happening right now. It's in Broadway. Yeah. So you can get your tickets. It's called Hamilton, an American musical. Yeah, sweeping the nation. Is it? There was actually there was a big article about it. One of the Rolling Stones that I read. Okay. So it's funny because I heard about this like five years ago. Yeah. And now it's just it's there, man. Cool. So people, you can go get your tickets. More importantly, Nick, this is an open request to you to get Hamilton, the original Broadway cast recording. I shall do it. It's explicit, and it's two CDs. Wow. But I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, Our own Katora Cappadonia. Yeah. Has requested it as well. Has she really? Wow. Yeah. Well, whatever she wants, she gets. I mean, <laughs> what? Yeah. What about what I want? Yeah. Huh. All right. Hey, last week. Yeah. I was here. We, we read some uh, Twitter and Facebook responses. Yeah. But I had to cut it out because we ran long talking about James Bond. Okay. So I'm going to go over them again. Oh, good. You ready? <laughs> Thanks for not telling me. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah. Uh, I've got a hot dog in my mailbag, but at, go for it. Uh, you could do it. No. I'll, I'll just turn my laptop I around. don't have them. You got them all. Go on. Go ahead. Now I feel like I am stealing you. your thing. Yeah, you are. I just, it's, it's just right. Twitter. I, I'm going to share it with you this time. All right. Uh, listening to... Oh, this is from at Sarah Keeler B. Okay. Listening to all the book show made me crave Coca-Cola for the first time in years. I hey. hope they're getting hashtag Coke money. Yeah, I hope we are too. Yeah. Coke. Yeah, we have to buy Surefine Cola because yep. it's cheaper and delicious. Surefine, please send us money. <laughs> um, so, uh, all right. So H... Uh, Gunning22. Okay. She has some comments. 
She said she totally agrees about the Silver Lining Playbook, movie and book. This was us talking about how okay. the book and movie of Silver Linings Playbook complete each other. Yes. And so she agrees with that. Good. She also says she's got to read uh, the, Me- uh, the Muse Asylum again. Oh, I love that book. So I guess you, you talking about it made her want to read yeah. it again. Who else do we have here? Ah, at uh, Gingercap on Twitter. She wants okay. to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Hashtag borders number four, Eva. Probably borders forever. Yeah, yeah borders okay. forever. Yeah. Okay. Borders. So yeah. she was there sharing our misery of borders leaving. I miss it. Yeah. I miss it so much. Okay. Um, all right. So at Matty JJ, he has two things. He says his top three books, because we asked people to send their oh, that's favorite true. books to us. Oh, that's a long us. time ago. So he says top three books, Pillars of Creation by Terry Goodkind, The Year of Silence by Kevin Brockmeyer, and The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. Mm. So that's the first book of the Wheel of Time series. Oh, I know. I read it. Yeah, it's great. It's a good one. I haven't read Pillars of Creation. I'm going to, eventually. This is the second thing he says. Uh, Wolfman Nick, I abhor your lack of excitement about Dungeons & Dragons. Also, I hear the library has a 3D printer. Please tell me more. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. You're making enemies. This Matty JJ is really out for your blood. Apparently, yeah. So. Yeah, you don't want to go after a Wolfman either. I mean, that's... Pretty dangerous. We've got two from a, a person who uh, talked to us in our Facebook page. Yeah. This is uh, our friend Greg. I, I say our friend. I've never met him. No. But he, he's commented on two. That's true. So this is another favorite one because he, he was commenting on Ringworld Was Awesome, okay. which is one of my favorite books yeah. ever. And he says his favorite sci-fi book is either The Moat in God's Eye by Larry Niven or Dune by Frank Herbert. Oh. You can't decide. Ooh. You have problems with Dune. Because every word is made up. It's true. I tried. I really tried to read Dune. I wanted to. I still mm-hmm. want to. But yeah. yeah, it is rough. Dune is one of those books that's on my list to reread. Even though I didn't like love, love it, Yikes. I want to reread it because I think I enjoyed it. All right. So the, he, uh, Greg's next comment was on last week's podcast, the mm-hmm. James Bond one. So he says, I've only read two Bond books. You Only Live Twice and On Her Majesty's Secret Service. He enjoyed them both. Mm-hmm. He says he grew up with Roger Moore as Bond, so he'll go with him as his favorite Bond. His dad says Connery mm. is his favorite Bond. And then yeah. he says, I didn't know Anne Fleming wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, That's yeah. weird. He did. The, have you read the book, Chitty Chitty Bang No. Bang? It's pretty good. It's, it's 100% different than the movie with Dick Van Dyke. Really? So. Okay. But it is still good. All right. Well, there we go. Okay. Close the old mailbag. Yeah. That's all I've got. Yeah. Okay. What do you got? Well, cue music. <gasps> cue the music! Lonely Arts Book Club with Nick and Eric. Oh, the sweet, dulcet, is that the word? Dulcet? Sure. It can Sounds be. Of, In this uh, day and age, anything can be anything you want it to of be. Of our old friend Ben Lehman yeah. singing to us about lonely books. Yeah. Well, Eric, let me tell you what I got for us today. Okay, what do you got? Now, folks, the point of the Lonely Book Club here, I go down in the stacks, I find a book that, that needs some attention. Yeah. A book that either has never checked out or predates our records yeah. and has never had a checkout. If it predates out. our records, then it might as well I mean, that's well 20 years. Been. That's yeah. like saying it hasn't checked out in 20 years. Yeah. This book that I found, though, is another one of these that when you look at it, you see, well, that's mint. That's in mint condition. <laughs> that's, yeah. uh, if I was going to grade this, I would grade it. Yeah, you it could sell it like new. Mint. Yeah. yeah. Or like new. Yeah. Or maybe just new. Yeah, you get away with it. I probably could. I mean, it has library markings. Oh, okay. so. Yeah, then you have to do like... I, you have to say, you have, yeah. yeah. Used. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what I have for us today <laughs> yeah. is a little book called Blake's Therapy. Is this by, a mystery? No. A what? By a fellow by the name of Ariel Dorfman. <laughs> Stop. We're not here to make fun of last I'm names. Sorry. No, you're not. We're not. You can't We're make not. fun of Dorfman. No, we can't make fun of Dorfman. Now, Dorfman is Stop a... saying uh, his last name. He's a he's an Argentinian slash Chilean writer. Okay. Uh, he's novelist, playwright, essayist, academic. Uh, he's he's From actually the long, a professor. Proud family of the dwarfs. Yeah. He is a professor at Duke University, North Carolina. Oh. So, so mis- tell, yeah. Mr. Doctor, probably. Yeah. Doctor Dorfman. Yeah. Professor. Pro- prof. Yeah. You think his students, when they're mad, call him Dorkman? 
I mean, I'm you, stuck don't with even, you don't even have to because his name is Dorfman. Yeah. So it's probably Dorfman. He probably says Dorfman. Yeah. But I feel like saying Dorfman <laughs> helps to illustrate my point a little bit. That sounds like uh, that sounds like it would be a character on like in Living Color. Yeah. You know, yeah. Dorfman. It's like Jim Carrey. You know. Yeah. This is this is becoming mean. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Ariel. Uh, he's famous. <laughs> He just wants to be where the people are, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) He wants to see. Yeah. Wants to see them dancing. Um, His most famous writing Uh would be the play Death and the Maiden. Okay. So that was made to... Don't know it. Well, okay. That was made to a movie by Roman Polanski. Oh, okay. I know him. Yeah. So so do the cops. Yeah. Do not lift the band. (laughs) Yeah. It's funny how Hollywood, like, actors, they suddenly forget... The bad, they're like, we gotta let Roman Polanski back in the country to make movies. It's like, do you remember what he did? (laughs) Anyway, Uh, so this is a book. Was written. It is a book. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Written in two thousand one. It's kind of a collection of stories. Uh, Now look at that book. See that? Look at those clear white pages. You could have told me that just came in the mail today. I would believe you. you Absolutely. I mean, can you listen? Can you hear that, folks? Can you hear the binding creaking? Because it's never been opened before. <laughs> this is the very yeah. first time. Man. We could have bought this book in, what, 2001, okay. put a $50 bill in here, and it would still be there. Yeah. Okay? That's what we're talking about with this kind of book. Now, the cover. Let's talk about the cover. It's a close-up of an aging man's eye Yeah. inside an eyeglass. Yeah. It's purple-tinted. Yeah. Uh, Except for this yellow. There's a, there's a yellow streak where Blake's therapy is written. Right. And we have a little flower. Yeah. A little... Uh, I guess that yellow freestyle. line made me think that it was a mystery. Because that that's feels true. like something that shows up on a cop mystery. Yeah. It should say, like, diagnosis. Yes. Death. Yeah. yeah. I know what you're saying. Uh, it's thin. It's a thin book. Yeah. Back cover, equally bad. Man's yeah. eye. Old man. Yeah. We got a picture of the dwarf himself. The dwarf. Yeah. And we got a couple of blurbs here from people. Yeah. Blurb no. man says. <laughs> I'm with Dorf. <laughs> okay. This is, this is a very, like, respected author. Let me just put that out there. Is okay. it? Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. A literary grandmaster is what Time magazine calls him. Yeah. Whose Time says a lot of things. constantly reveals how power and identity intersect. Okay. Ariel Dorfman <laughs> has been hailed by the Washington Post as a world novelist of the first order and by Newsweek as one of the greatest Latin American novelists. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. So this, well, this why is, don't your books check out, this Dorfman? This is maybe great. This is maybe great. And yeah. that's the point. Yeah. You know? Back when we started doing this, we were like, let's find some stuff that needs some attention, that yeah. didn't get the attention it deserves. Yeah. So maybe, maybe Dorfman's Blake Therapy here is, is that book. Maybe it is. Yeah. I shall now read I hope to Blake's likable. Blake sounds not likable. He, he does sound like he's not Hey, likeable. guys, my name's Blake. Okay. Well, I'm Clint, cowboy lawyer. <laughs> we brought him back. I, can I tell you something? Yeah. I almost wanted uh, What did we say his last name was? I can't even remember. Clint, Clint Mick... No, it was McClintock was the last name, wasn't it? No, it was something Clint else. Clint McGavin. Clint McGavin. Clint McGavin. Clint McGavin, right. Cowboy oh. Lawyer. I, at a point, I was shopping for my Halloween costume. I almost went as Clint McGavin, Cowboy Lawyer. Maybe great. next year, that I'm going to go as Clint McGavin. You could be, I'll, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm Clint McGavin, but you could be like my paralegal, Rooster. It's funny, because I just said I'm going as Clint McGavin. Okay, but I mean, I, I, crea- I created him. I created him. Uh, we created him. Uh, he's my intellectual property. It's both of ours. Uh, I said the line, cowboy no. lawyer. No. Oh, darn, you're right. Yeah. You're right. We've got the, we've got the right. recording of okay. us creating Well, I think the best together. compromise is that I go as Clint McGavin and you go as the paralegal whose name is Rooster. <laughs> no. Okay, one, I love that name for his paralegal. It's great. That's fine. It is great. Two, you're obviously the paralegal. Classic rooster. Oh my gosh! You'll get you, you'll get your day in the sun, rooster. <laughs> I need you to file and collate these. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> okay. All right, and we're back with uh, Ariel Dorfman's. Now let's just talk more about Clint McGavin. Blake's therapy. All right, from the inside cover. Okay. Original cover price twenty one ninety five. Whew. Canadian cover price. 32. I don't know what the Canadians are thinking with their book prices. 95. 32.95. What, what is the dollar worth up there? I, I don't know anymore. I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But it, I know that the Bills have hockey players on them, and I'm uncomfortable with that. Oh, yeah. Let me read you this. What if it was our presidents playing hockey? That would be cool. Yeah. yeah like George, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> George Washington, like, yeah. body checking. Yeah. yeah. Benjamin Franklin. He's yeah. on the $100, right? He's not a president, but yeah. Yeah, so what if he was, like, the goalie? If he was like, the goalie? His arms yeah. just stretched out yeah. wide. He's like, oh, please don't send the fuck right. this way. Please don't. Wait a minute. I shall invent the pot-bellied stove. <laughs> and then he gets hit in the stomach with a puck. <laughs> Uh, Why don't you invent some goalie techniques, Ben Franklin? Uh, Lonely Book Club. When Graham Blake, model parent, marketing guru of the hugely successful Clean Earth Incorporated, okay. suffers a mental breakdown, he oh, checks no, into the, the Corporate Life Therapy Institute where the self-assured, silver-tongued Dr. Carl Tolgate has prepared a strange, shocking, and erotic treatment. Goodness. Yeah. Caught in a voyeuristic spiral involving a mysterious Latina, Blake oh. tries desperately to find out before it's too late who is controlling his life, mm-hmm. his company's future, and his own heart. Right. A work of intense psychological intrigue, Blake's therapy holds a magnifying glass to one man's life as it unravels in a world of economic turmoil, spiritual crisis, reality TV, yeah. <laughs> and genetic engineering. What? <laughs> Finally questioning the very nature of storytelling in our time. What on earth? Yeah. That's one, crazy. It's that a lot. have all the things. It's a lot. Two, it makes it sound like at a certain point, it's like an erotic thriller. True. But if you look at that cover, yeah. there's nothing erotic there's about this no, cover at all. If somebody this. is going to read this because of any of the no. weird sex therapy yeah. they've got in this book, it's not because of that cover. I know. It's like an autofocus picture of Charlie Rose. I don't know how... <laughs> Anyway, Blake's therapy. Yeah. Okay. A lot of these books have really weird sexual undertones. That's true. From the Lonely Book Club. Yeah. (laughs) I'm thinking of uh, the Nixon book. The Nixon book? Yeah. Yeah. Turkey Herd. Turkey Herd. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have some quotes from uh, the Divine Comedy here. A little bit of uh, Dante's Inferno. Sure. Why not? Set a precedent. Chapter one. Okay. I'm not a huge fan of the font type. It's like a sketchy... It's not. What is this? Huh. I've seen it before. Yeah. Not a fan. Okay. One. All right. I want you to take a good look at him. I want you to take a good, lazy look at Graham Blake. True, you'll get tired of looking at him during this coming month of therapy. Some of you may get tired of having him look at you, but now's the chance. Now there's no pressure, and you haven't met our new patient yet. Go ahead. Spend some time with him at your leisure. Plunge into him. Before he walks through that door and turns his considerable charms on, and you begin to entertain doubts as to whether he really requires this painful treatment I have prescribed for him. Okay. So. Are you intrigued? I'm, I'm a little kind intrigued. of intrigued. Yeah, I want to take a I'm look kind at Blake. Of, yeah, I, I kind of want to know get what's to know on. Blake now. Okay. Oh boy. Okay. Let me go just a little bit farther here. Okay. Paragraph two. <laughs> uh, you can see the answer by yourselves. Blake is a sick man. Okay. A man broken. Delirious, needing our help more than he can divine. Just watch him pack his bags for the trip to our clinic. Can you recognize the symptoms? The way the fingers shake? Only the index finger firm as he smooths the shirts, discards the blue and white striped tie his lover's given him for Christmas, stares at that tie for several seconds as if he were about to snake up and sting him. What? He's afraid of the tie? He's afraid of the tie. This guy needs therapy. He should. Blake, get therapy. Yeah, Yeah, I... Wait, the title. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so that's... Whew. I see. Okay, so he's going to get there. We know that. We know that. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's find a little... Take a look here. at Blake. Let's see what we he got. He is sobbing like a child. Although he was a man. A man. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Okay. Now, what, how, how many pages is this book total? It's not a huge one. Uh, under 200, it looks like. Wow. Guys, this is... Uh, listeners, this is a... Well, weekend book at best. Pick it up. Unless it's really terrible. But it's right. kind of crazy. So we're going to jump in the middle here. All okay. right. So remember, Dr. Dr. Tollgate is the right. doctor. Here yeah. we go. So. Wait, isn't Tollgate like just the same word twice? No. Like you want to get past the toll? Get through the gate. No. Tollgate. Yeah, no, I understand. What no, you're it's saying. the same thing twice. It's not. You're like not. me saying this is a no. wall. Wall. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> no, hold on. What's All another right. word? This is a wall fence. I'm afraid. Hi, my name is Jake Wall Fence. Tollgate's voice called out behind right, me whatever. that you'll have to wait till tomorrow. Okay. Why? Regulations, security reasons. I could 
BS you with all sorts of pretexts. But here's the truth, Blake. The clinic believes that you should be given a chance, even against your will, to mull this over. An interval to ponder your options. So I'm kidnapped. I'm a hostage. No, Blake, (laughs) Tollgate said. They are the ones who are hostages. That family over there, your hostages. And they don't know? Of course not. It's their bad luck, or maybe their good luck, that all of the families, 510, I think the number is, that got hit by your closing of the Philadelphia factory, this group met our requirements, had what we needed. And what is that that you need from them? Well, really, it's what you needed, Blake. They match your psychological profile. Each one of them appeals to you, something you like about yourself, something you particularly fear or detest. No, I won't tell you what. That's what you'll find starting once you've agreed to stay. I can tell you it's not easy for us to choose the one household that's appropriate. The, what is happening? I don't, I don't know. understand what's us, happening in this I book. don't know who he's talking about with this family. I mean, this is what happens when we skip 50 pages no, I ahead. Know, but still, still, yeah. It's just like the tone is weird. Yeah, this, it's like this they've therapist selected 500 mean. families. Yeah. And, huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's extreme. It feels like a TV movie. Yeah. It is extreme. What channel is this TV movie on? Here's another thing. It uh, says... It's, I mean, this, this is listed as a novel, but it also says seven stories. What? So, I don't know. It's kind of, I mean, I guess they're just interconnected. Yeah, Dorfman, you might need some... Uh, a little confusing. Yeah. Figure it out, Dorfman. The huh. Dorf. Okay. Let me look at some reviews here. Let's see if we've got here. Okay. Okay. Here's... <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a Goodreads review. Okay. I'm just getting irritated at everything that happens. I can't figure out what the message the author's trying to say <laughs> about society or human nature as a whole. I know he's saying something, and I'm equally sure it won't impress me. <laughs> but as of right now, a little over the halfway point, it bugs me without my being able to put my finger precisely on why. Huh. Huh. Okay. So, uh, another person. Assigned in class, creepy and weird. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you read the okay. summary the, on yeah. the inside the jacket. It does sound creepy and weird. Yeah, it does. And that picture on the front's also odd. I mean, it's got a, it's got thirty-two ratings on Goodreads, six reviews. Average score though is like a three star. Yeah. So you know, some people are finding something in this, but it's odd. It's really odd. Yeah. Three stars out of three? Out of five. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, but I mean, you have like you have one star reviews, uh-huh. and then you have like four or five star reviews. So it's like you know. Yeah. Get it or don't. It sounds crazy. I'm almost interested. I'm kind of interested to read it to see how nuts this gets. How we get from a guy going in for therapy to a guy getting yeah. uh, genetically modified. Huh. This Okay, and here's a positive review. I quite enjoyed this spare book written with so many threads of competing nature. I always like well-written, unreliable narrator stories, so my bias might be showing here. But I love the way this book weaved different realities together. I was also laughing along with the witty send-up of corporations and corporate control as well as the psychiatric treatment, quote-unquote. A really fun book. So, I don't know. Sounds wacky. Yeah. Are you going to read it? Either you're a Dorf fan or you're not. Yeah. I don't know. Am I going to read it? Absolutely no. Oh. Here's why I might. Okay. That... I would love it if you read it. The description inside it made it sound like bad Michael Crichton. Yeah, that's true. Well, this is what, I mean, this, this review is saying, like, conflicting realities and unreliable narrators. It does, I mean, the, the, I thought the first, I thought the intro was good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a good way to go. But it seems like, it does kind of feel like one of those books that is, like, it's delivering a message. Right. You know, and sometimes with that kind of book, the the goal of trying to get that message across overwrites, like, a narrative. And it kind of, yeah. from the reviews and... From a little I've looked into it, it sort of seems like maybe that's the case here. Mm-hmm. But I want to know, so I would love it if you are you going to read it? Are you going to commit right now? What's it to called? Our listeners, the... Blake, Blake's therapy. Blake's therapy. Yeah, 175 pages. So that's quick. You can bang that out in two days, one day, <laughs> one setting. I'm, gonna, I'm clicking it right now. Want to read? Oh my gosh, Goodreads. Oh my gosh. Ooh. I did that with The Wolfen as well. You did. I kind of want to read The Wolfen. Next, next Christmas, I might. Next I'm, Christmas? Yeah, it's a, it's, a very, it's a lovely Christmas tale about killer wolves. Uh, next no. Halloween. Next you Halloween. and I, we can book club The Wolfen. Well, let's book club The Wolfen. And Pet Cemetery. Watch the movie with Edward James Almost. Yeah. Okay, great. we can watch the Pet Cemetery movie then, too. With Edward James Almost? I think he's in it as a cat. 
Is he? Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought we could just ask him to come over. Yeah, Edward James almost. Edward sure. James almost. Yeah, he's like oh. I'm Edward James almost there. Wow. <laughs> he's uh. Good night, everyone. Yeah. You've been great. <laughs> What's he doing? Agents of Shield right now. Is he on Agents of Shield? Yeah. Agents of Shield is still on. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Great. Uh, Good for you. Off topic. You want to give a quick little review of the pilot to Supergirl? I would love to give a quick little review to the pilot right. of Supergirl. How do you feel about Supergirl? I got to tell you, I was I had so much anticipation uh-huh. for this pilot. Yeah. I haven't like we haven't really had something like this. I feel like since Smallville. Since no, since Lois and Clark. Wow. Because Smallville was was good in its own way, but like mm-hmm. it's not really. I mean, Are you not including of, the Flash. I guess I'm thinking more about like the Superman thing. Oh yeah. I don't. I always get like when Smallville ended, I was really upset because I thought like you like the Daily Planet life and the day in the life of the Daily Planet. Oh people, sure. Yeah. So. But I, I thought, like, now we have this drought. You know, there's no Superman yeah. cartoon. Smallville was the last thing. Yeah. Man of Steel was a train wreck. I, mean, <laughs> I was really depressed about the thought of, like, is Zack Snyder Superman all we're going to get? Yeah. Is that it for Superman? Yeah. And the Supergirl pilot, I thought, was really fun. It was fun. You know? And they didn't... There wasn't any, like... I mean, it wasn't origin, because she was kind of like, oh, I'm going to become Supergirl. But it was, like, done. Yeah. It wasn't like, let's, she's do, Supergirl now. let's do, like, a five-episode arc where she, like, becomes Supergirl. Yeah. She had her like, co- final costume yeah. by, what, half hour? Yeah. It's like, for better or worse, yeah. Supergirl begins. So I was happy with it. You yeah. Know? I think there's a, I put a lot of things in there that um, I think will be good threads yeah. to pick up later. I liked her as Supergirl. I liked Callista how'd you Flockhart like, as Cat. How'd you like the smoothest... Smoothest, coolest, most <laughs> yeah. like self-assured Jimmy yeah. Olsen we have ever yeah. seen. Yeah, uh, that was weird. I'm not used to seeing a Jimmy Olsen that's not like carrying four boxes too many and yeah. about to trip. Tripping. And oh, then, sorry, like, Chief. And yeah. then Supergirl has to like catch the yeah. boxes. I didn't like, see a single bow tie. No, <laughs> no. Put that so. Jimmy Olsen in a bow tie. Yeah, but no way. That Jimmy Olsen, he's not going to trip on anything. No, he won't trip on anything at all. No, no. People will be tripping if they think he's going to trip. They, yeah, they will. So. I loved. I loved already. I mean, I was so excited when I heard that Helen Slater, who is the movie Supergirl. Yeah. And Dean Cain. And Dean Cain, who is, you know, the, su- the Superman yeah. of my heart, They're... playing uh, Kara's adopted parents. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I love the nods to, like, the legacy of the character. Yeah. I think my biggest complaint was how weird they were about Superman. Oh, yeah. They, they, didn't, they never said Superman. No. She's always I... like, you know my cousin. Yeah. And then everyone else referred to Superman as him. Or like or the he. big guy yeah. or Metropolis even like, hero. Yeah. Yeah. Even the, the bad guys, when talking about Superman yeah. to themselves, yeah. not with Supergirl, they're yeah. still like, well, we don't have to worry about her cousin. Yeah. I'm like, how do you know they're cousins? <laughs> yeah, just, right. It's <laughs> a good question. Just say. How do they know that relationship? Right. Just yeah, say so Superman. I, that. I feel like you either just have to, like, just have him in the pilot, yeah. you know, and he's just, like, a god, fine. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. Or, like, don't have him at well, all. Well, I guess the problem with that is you have to cast Superman. Yeah. And then, That's you know, true. I mean, I'm sure you Tom, know how DC, Tom Welling's not busy. You know how Warner Give Brothers him a call. is with, uh, with that stuff. Yeah. They, they're like, well, you can use it, but you can't use it because yeah. we don't want people to be confused. But then we're confused of why we're not showing him on the yeah. show. So and I just thought it was handled really awkwardly. Yeah. You know, I guess there's not like a great way to do yeah. that, but cuz like Jimmy Olsen gives her a present from Superman. Yeah. And it's like this means a lot to me. It's like, well, maybe Superman should have brought yeah. it to you himself. Yeah. He's he's fast. He can be there. Yeah, I don't know. I think that they could yeah. I think they could have spent a little bit more time figuring out a way to handle Superman. Yeah. I like I'm okay it. with it being an unseen character. Yeah. But it was just so It is clumsy. gonna be it is gonna be hard though as like things get extreme because it looks like there's this big plan of Kryptonians yeah. to come and like yeah. take over the world. So it's gonna be hard at a certain point when they're gonna be like, Well, if there's like eight Kryptonian bad guys smashing yeah. up the city at the same time and Supergirl's fighting him, right. as soon as Superman also then show up. Yeah. It's hard when you've got that. It's like an arrow. Yeah. Whenever things are real, going really bad for Arrow, you're like, well, the Flash could be yeah, here just in a like, second. Just text the Flash yeah, and he'll be Flash, right there. Flash, I'm in trouble. Yeah. Please help. Yeah. So it's rough when you have characters who can be anywhere at any given time. Yeah. And that you was can't amazing, explain. Yes. There's going to have to be a lot of Supergirl saying, like, well, my cousin's off world again. Yeah. 
Sure could use his help. Either that or like, oh, you just missed him. Yeah, oh, yeah he was oh, just here. You know who I'm talking about yeah. was just here yeah. and left. Yep. <laughs> so, but it's fine because I don't want Superman bogarting the show. So that was weird. That I was want, weird. I, I want a Supergirl show to be but about Supergirl. See, now Supergirl. I'm hoping, like I said, I mean, we have the Supergirl comics here and they're great. They canceled that series and I'm hoping they're going to like reboot it and maybe do something that's not like really connected to the Supergirl show, but maybe mm-hmm. try to, to yeah. match some tone a little bit. So well, I like it. I like the girl playing Supergirl. I do too. She's, I think she's a good choice. Yeah, she's fun. She has that adorkable vibe when That's she's true. just Kara, yeah. and then she's Supergirl. Yeah, Zoe Deschanel was busy, so yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> so had to cast this lady. Can I tell you like a nerd, a nerd critique? Why stop now? Real quick. Okay. She says when when the bad guy like hits her and she gets cut, she's like, "Oh, pain! I've never experienced pain." Right. Here's the problem yeah. with that. <laughs> Supergirl is a teenager when yeah. she leaves Krypton. The v- and we see that, we too. See we see her as, like, we 12, just about to hit acne. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously. Yeah. She's, she's experienced Kryptonian pain. So, like, if you don't know, Superman only has powers on Earth because of the yellow sun. Right. So everybody on they, Krypton... They say that, too, in it. Like, the yes. yellow sun's going to give you powers. Everybody on Krypton is just normal people. <laughs> so, like, she never had a paper cut, apparently. I thought mm-hmm. that was a weird mistake to make. Yeah. But it was yeah. a little tiny thing. So you have experienced pain. You were a toddler. Right. You fell on your head. That's true. You hurt yourself. Yeah. So all in all, I'm really excited about it. And it does, it makes me very nostalgic. I mean, and having my old friend Dean Kane show up yeah. was, was really He was helpful. just smiling. But it he makes just me very nostalgic happy, but I'm for, sure the, they'll bring him back. for the Lois and Clark era of things. wonder when they're going to get Terry Hatcher yeah. on the show. Oh, my gosh. As who? I don't know. A Kryptonian? Yeah, maybe. Just Dean Kane's ex? Yeah. <laughs> right. That'd be great. I always yeah. like it when they do that. Yeah. That'd be fun. So yeah, Supergirl, sh- uh, a fun show. All right, check it out. Check out the Supergirl comics we have. Yeah, get to know her. Cool. Library news. What do you have going on? Well, you know we're we're kind of coming into the uh, the dead zone here, where we're getting into winter. Uh, right now, basically, we have the the book clubs going. The afternoon book club uh, is attachments. Nope. No, the I don't af- know. The afternoon book club is reading Six Geese of Slaying. Oh yes, by Donna Andrews. It's a okay. Christmas mystery. All right. Um, so it's just it's a fun cozy mystery. Sure, it's just a fun one for. So we meet for that in December. Uh, the evening club is reading Landline by Rainbow Rowell. Right. So, so there are copies of each of those available. You can I check those out. Join us anytime. <laughs> uh, just November fourth. So whenever you're whenever that is in relation to when you're listening, we had a, a visiting author named Walt Franklin come talk about his latest book, which we have in the collection. And I just told some stories, read some samples, and it was it was a lot of fun. We're going to have him back, so keep an eye out for that. Okay. We're showing on the 20th, Max. Oh. He's a best friend. He's a soldier. Mm-hmm. He's also a dog. Is he, you know, is this before or after Thunderdome? Is he uh, beyond it? It's after. I think okay. he has the PTSD okay. because of Thunderdome. Uh, of Thunderdome. Yeah. No, it lo- is I'm, Tina Turner in it? I hope so. Okay. No, Lauren Graham's okay. in it. Oh, okay. And uh, Sandman, whatever his name is, Winston Churchill. Oh, yeah, Winston Churchill. <laughs> or Thomas Hayden Church. Thomas Hayden Church is yeah. in it, yeah. From Wings. Right, yeah. Max the is the dog movie. movie. The dog has PTSD. I'm sure he does. His owner slash soldier yeah. is uh, overseas, dies, so the dog goes, lives with the soldier's brother, his younger brother. Okay. And But, you know, PTSD and... It's a boy and his dog. I haven't watched a movie like that since like the late nineties, mm. where I was like, "Let's watch a dog movie that will make me cry." And I know it's gonna. I can't do it. Will you watch it? No. But you're gonna watch it. No. No, like when we show it. I've never recovered from the Futurama episode with Fry's oh, dog. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Well then, that's thanks everybody. So, yeah, thanks for listening. As Next soon week. as Eric's done with Blake's therapy, you can check I'm it not, out. I'm not reading that now. I don't oh, know. Okay. Well, you can, get, up you can get first dibs on Blake's yeah, therapy. Yeah, we'll put then. it out there on our Check display. It out on display. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, what do you shout out? <laughs> shout out to our radio listeners. Yeah, Angelica Community Radio Station. Hello, folks. Yeah, thanks and, for tuning in. Yeah, and don't forget, you can always email us at uh, Wellsville at stls no, yeah. Oh, you can tweet us at All the Book Show. They can Facebook, Facebook us. Yeah. yeah, Facebook us at the David A. Howe Public Library Facebook page, and. Remember, you can listen to us at Blueberry.com and iTunes. Yep. All right. Have a good day or week, whatever. Have a good week because we won't see them until next week. That's right. And uh, next week, I guess we'll also have to talk about Spectre. Yeah, Because we'll have seen Spectre. Yep. So we'll have to talk about that. More stuff. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week, next week. Well, we've got a week to figure it out. We, we've got a week to come up it's with a surprise. Don't tell yeah. them. It's a surprise. Yeah. Maybe we should do one on... Now nah, I got nothing. Okay. So... Hey, All guys, right. maybe you should send us in something. Yeah, we'll do actually, that. that would be cool. So, 
Actually, there was one sent in to us before about doing the worst books we've ever read cover to cover. Oh. Like, because we've talked about how we don't usually stop reading, even yeah. if the book is bad. Yeah. So, like, the worst book we've re- we actually finished, that could, be, that could be fun. We'll see. We'll see what, if anyone says us anything. Okay. All right, guys. I've been Eric. I've been Nick. And you've been great. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we did it! All right. See you next week. Bye.